0: manhood is a journey that uh it's a very complicated journey and um sadly i I don't think that it gets talked about enough you know um but when you're dealing with something on this journey of manhood you ain't really supposed to talk about it when you're feeling something on this journey of manhood you're not really supposed to show that you're feeling something it's supposed to be emotionless it's supposed to be stoic it's supposed to be uh like everything is all good all the time, you know what I mean, and what that does to me, or or what I've seen, you know, in my 29 years of life, um, it, it creates a, a pattern of men who learn on the fly, who just, you know, go through life, and just, you know, don't necessarily plan for things, don't necessarily uh, talk about too much, because, you know, you're taught not to really talk about the things that bother you. Uh, You you don't really feel too much because you're taught not to really feel the things that are around you. Or if you do feel it, not to say that you're feeling it. You know what I mean? Um, And then there's Kobe Bryant. Kobe was a a person who, um, on this journey of manhood, for me personally, I'm just talking about me. I ain't speaking for everybody. But me personally, uh, on this journey of manhood, when you look for transparent men who... Um, will take you into the dark moments of their life you know uh they'll take you into the moments of their passions they'll take you into the moments of like uh just mm, just th- the work behind the scenes of you know the the legendary moments you know that became Kobe Bryant, you know Kobe was the type of person that for a man like me um it was more than basketball it was always a Hmm. How do I put this? It was always a beacon of light on a very dark and lonely, or at least it feels lonely, journey of manhood. All right. Like if you're not a man listening, ask the men in your life about their journey of manhood and they'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about. There are certain things that we are just supposed to kind of just. No, quote unquote, you know, we're expected to just know. And because of that, some things just really aren't, you know, passed down from the other generations. Now, my dad did a great job of being a uh, great leader and a beacon of light for my life. And he still does to this day. But there are some guys out there who don't have the luxury of being able to say that. For those guys, Kobe Bryant was a father figure for this generation and a lot of people don't, you know, it feels kind of weird because Kobe's only 41. But Kobe's stature and Kobe's maturity and Kobe's focus and work ethic and 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 his ability to show a, a deep love for his wife and his kids beyond anything. That's father figure type talk right there. You know what I mean? That's what Kobe uh, was to a lot of people. Now, for me, it was more like a big brother because... You know, I, I I got my um, I got you know certain scruples and certain things from my dad. You know, things that that he uh be was was sure to instill in me. You know, media is one of them. Um, uh, you know, I and I got to see my dad go. You know, in of the house all the time, just you know working and 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 really just putting forth that grind and just kind of showing myself and my brother that uh, you know, you you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta work out here. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta fight for it. You know, you gotta go get it. Um, my dad has always been that, but when we talk about big brothers, we talk about people in in my life specifically that I've seen them do something or seen them do multiple things, and it has tapped into my life and has made my life better. That's my Mamba. That's Kobe Bryant for me. I love basketball. You know that. I love basketball. I don't love it as much as football, but I love basketball. I love to, and and especially when I was a kid, man, just coming up, you know, Space Jam uh, had just came out. You know, this is around the time when I really started to get coherent, um, you know, with, with the world around me. And, you know, Space Jam just came out. You know, we watching Michael Jordan. Uh, me and my dad used to watch Jordan highlights and, and really, you know, watch the game and stuff in my in my parents' bedroom. They had a TV. Like, you would walk, they had a, a set of double doors in our old house. You would walk into the, the double doors and to the left was this TV. And me and my dad would sit on the floor in front of the TV, which is also in front of the bed, and watch some games. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I remember, you know, just kind of hearing about a Kobe Bryant coming out of high school um and you know I in this early part of his career when those highlights really started to pick up because you gotta remember when not had social media back then you know so when those highlights really started to pick up I really started to attach myself to to this young kid with this bush you know what I mean <laughs> like like Kobe was lit and you know that's before I I failed <laughs> at my hoop dreams per se um you know but but yeah, I would watch him, and I'm like, "Yo, like, I going to go try to do this." Da 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 da. But that's just the early stages of my adoration for Kobe Bryant. That's the beginning. That's that's the basketball. That was God's bait <laughs> to get me to adapt to the Kobe Bryant that would be later on in life. And you know, I I, I I'm hoping that you know you can kind of uh, feel where I'm going with this and feel where I'm coming from with this and kind of kind of can agree and and can see that with Kobe, it was a lot more than basketball. You see, like, as I, as I got older, you know, and um, I started to kind of taste the world a little bit more, started to, to kind of have to make more decisions. I had to kind of become a man, you know, uh, high school and stuff like that. That's when I really started to see that that who Kobe Bryant was. Not the basketball player. Yeah, he put up a lot of points. Yeah, he changed the game. Um He's a legend. He, he broke records. He set records, which I guess is the same thing as breaking records. But um, But all of that, to me, is a microcosm. And I mean, when I say a microcosm, I mean the microest of cosms to the man that he was. Even with, you know, the stuff that he went through with the infidelities and, and all of that. Even with all of that, the resilience that it takes to bounce back from a media storm like that. That's that kind of resilience that uh, you pray is contagious. You know, that's that kind of resilience that, as a young man or uh, you know, as a, as a boy becoming a man, it's like, hmm, I want that. I want that bounce back. You know. Kobe was a very, uh, very transparent athlete and i and here's the thing i don't think that people realize that now because even in his transparency honesty is boring i'm just going i'm just going to i'm just going to put it out there and i'm and i'm gonna just say it honesty is boring so when we put him you know in in you know the same pot as these other nba players some uh, some nba players who have more headlines that have nothing to do with basketball or uh people who are um not, not just active on social media, but pointlessly active on social media, like just saying dumb stuff and just everywhere all the time, Kobe wasn't that person and everybody will tell you that. Kobe Kobe just wasn't that. He was focused on other things, you know? Kobe was getting up at uh, the crack of dawn, putting up thousands of shots, practicing before, he, w- he would practice before basketball practice <laughs> and then he would, I didn't know this part, then he would get out of practice, right? Go pick up his kids, and then come back to practice. That's the type of person that Kobe is. That's a, a, a boring thing to witness for most, but for a boy becoming a man, for even beyond that, for me in my manhood years, that work ethic, that focus was always something that acted as a north star in my mostly cloudy skies. that was like unbelievable and it's something that um you know i man i i can i can't wait to tell my kids about that because there were so many lessons and there were so many uh moments of um you know just passing on wisdom from Kobe Bryant there's so, so many things that you can learn from Kobe's career um and from the things that happened outside of basketball within his career, Kobe was a lesson, <laughs> you know what I mean, his determination, his drive, his focus, and his work ethic, are four things, four of the many things I'll say, <laughs> that you know established his legend, and established who he is, and even who he is today, Another thing that I learned a lot from Kobe Bryant was leadership. And, you know, you know me, I'm a leadership buff. I'm so much of a leadership buff that I don't think I'm nowhere near a good leader. That's how that's how I follow in so many. Uh, like, I just I love I love the arena of leadership and I love hearing stories of people's, uh, you know, how how they uh, led different teams, how they led different organizations, even through tough times and and the success that they were able to bring you know to to an entire uh group of people because of their leadership the success that they were able to lead and kobe was that exact same thing you got to keep in mind kobe went through some things before he was able to get them rings it was some tough times when he when he was you know making a name for himself he had to prove a lot to a lot of people and then you know i and i heard this earlier on uh the fan up here in baltimore they were talking about how um you know, oh, I'm sorry, this is last night. i were talking about how uh, Kobe really, you know, he always was dealing with something. OK, like even with basketball, just, you know, always, you know, like, like he was he was fighting um, to he was fighting to get out of Jordan's shadows. Then Jordan retired. Then Shaq comes to help Kobe. <laughs> um and then that whole Shaq and Kobe thing happened, and then after that LeBron came into the league. So then, you know, it was always these comparisons and everything and and uh, you know, I still think that Kobe probably shined the most, you know, and that's why he was kind of like a target for everybody in the league. Um but again, that resiliency to still come out on top of all of that, on top of all of those comparisons on top of all of those people who don't necessarily really want to see you win. (laughs) They like you, but you a target. All of that is just pure resilience. Like, all of that is just pure purpose. It's pure passion. It's a focus like none other. And that's the mamba mentality. And that's why I bought into it, you know, instantly. When I, think of pe- when I look at people who relate to me personally, and keep in mind, this is my mama, you know, you might have a different feeling about this. But when I, when I think of these people and I think of these situations, man, and I think of all these celebrities and all these athletes and uh, especially in this day and age where we make everybody and a mama famous, like especially in this age, man, like we we need more Kobe's Kobe was. Like I, I I don't I I never expected or anticipating seeing Kobe Bryant's name in the middle of some mess or anything. I never expected Kobe to be on Twitter or Instagram shaming a bunch of people. You know, uh, saying you know a bunch of wild stuff, cursing crazy. You know what I mean? I I never expected Kobe to be caught up in um fights and, 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 and uh stuff like that. I mean I know the game gets heated and all of that, but Kobe ain't had no beef where he was pulling up on nobody and threatening to, you know, go to a trunk and stuff like that. That was never that was never Kobe Bryant. You know, there was never those types of things. When I think of Kobe Bryant I think of a family man. And again that's why that's why this is my mamba. That's why that's that was my dog. You know what I mean? I think of I think of family. Because for him you know, family was everything, and he'll tell you that. I actually just posted a video on um on our Instagram at Brian's World Live of Kobe speaking to a group of young high schoolers, I believe, and. and I can't confirm this. It was rumored on Twitter, but I can't confirm this. But allegedly LeBron is also in this crowd that Kobe is talking to. And this is before the two developed the relationship that they have today. You know, this is literally when LeBron was a kid, kid. You know what I mean? And Kobe was talking about the importance of, you know, not chasing all these women. (laughs) Okay. Locking down a a wife, getting yourself a wife, getting somebody who makes a house a home. Somebody who supports you and being a family man. I, that video literally just posted, and you can tell it's from a while ago, so it's not like a new mentality for him. Like this, this is what his mind has been on, period. Do you know the type of? Mm, do you know the type of focus that it takes to be able to go uh, eighty-two games? You know, on the road for forty-one or forty, somewhere around there, depending on the year. Um, and uh, definitely, if we're talking about Kobe, we're talking about playoffs. You know what I mean? Um, so that's playing basketball well into June most of the time, um, and to go from you know place to place, and, and and still be thinking about your wife and kids. Do you know how difficult that is? I, I think that'd be very difficult for me. You know, and I'm a family guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it was tough. That's focus. The elimination of distractions. And when you think about those things, I mean, I know those are like small details compared to um, the grand scheme of things, if you will. But um, those little details of those like Kobe's idiosyncrasies and his scruples are what created the legend that we were able to taste and see for some odd 20 years. 22 That little kid from Philly grew into a phenomenal man despite any stain that may be on his character including that infidelity that happened when we were kids There are multiple moments that multiple moments that I can grab that I can think of that I say you know I need that mentality that Kobe has All the way up until his last game where he dropped 60 points. And and I know you remember the video where uh, they went around the Staples Center and they were showing all the celebrities just had their phones out and they just going crazy for everything that Kobe did. And in the fourth quarter, I want to say he dropped pretty much all the baskets for real, if not all the baskets. (laughs) Um, And it was electric. But it was a moment that even in his last moment, which would end up being the last moment that he ever played basketball in his entire life, um, even in that last moment before he retired at an age where, I mean, he, he was clearly past his prime, You know, I mean, I want to say he was like 39 when that happened. Maybe, wait a minute, 2020? Yeah, probably like, a, like maybe 37, 38, somewhere around there. Um, when that happened, well older than everybody else in the league. Or ma- older than majority of the people in the league. I'll put it like that. And you dropping 60 points on people that are half his age. Crazy. Insane. Unbelievable. Do you know the type of focus, the type of passion, the type of uh, resilience that it takes to do something like that? To go out with a bang like that? And if you remember, that was a rough year for the Lakers, I believe, because I know he was hurt as well. So, you know, you got to remember the, the media storm that happened that year. And that's how he ended that year. And that's how he ended his career. And that would be the last game that he would ever play. 60 points. I remember watching him drop 81. I think it was against Toronto. Like, I mean, this is not, <laughs> this ain't normal stuff. You know what I mean? This ain't like, everybody ain't doing this on the block. You know what I mean? Like, every, every, this ain't happening every day. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I've seen anybody else score uh 81 points. I love the Wizards, you know, like that's that you know I'm a diehard Wizards fan. But we ain't dropping no 81 points, you know what I mean? Some games we you know some games as a team we only hit 81. Like, do you know how monumental that is? And if you think that I'm talking about basketball skill, that ain't it. Unplug from the skills. I'm talking about the mentality because the mentality is what's going to keep Kobe Bryant alive. And I wanted to say that on the radio yesterday, but I I, I just couldn't. It wasn't any time. It was a lot going on. You know, I was just thinking about a lot, obviously. Um, and, you know, tons and tons like the, just the city, the city had things to say yesterday. It wasn't about me. But this isn't about basketball and I'm not trying to downgrade what he did on the court. I'm actually trying to get you to pay attention to it, but I'm trying to get you to look past it to really see the gravity of what happened on the court. You think it was fairy dust? Would you think it was magic? You think it just happened? No. That man was focused. That man was passionate. He was hungry, and he always wanted more. Type of person, you hold up a trophy, he's back in the gym tomorrow. I'm not talking about any trophy. I'm talking about the world championship. Even though I don't necessarily agree with that terminology, I think it's probably going to change within the next 10 years. But technically, winning the NBA championship, they called the world championship. He just won the world championship. 6 a.m. the next day, he's in the gym. Back for more. Do you understand the type of people, okay? Fellas, I'm going to come back to you. Hold on, my guy. We got other people in the room. Do you know the type of people that we can become by adapting this Mamba mentality? Do you understand the type of things we can accomplish as a culture, accomplish as a neighborhood, accomplish as a family by adapting the Mamba mentality? Do you understand how clearly we can see our visions and how uh, how 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 um, how full the taste of success will be by adapting? the mamba mentality if you can see your way through people saying all types of heinous things about you and still come out ready for more still come out reaching for success do you know what you can become if you don't get derailed by a tweet (laughs) if you don't get derailed by a dirty comment If you don't get derailed by fear, if you don't get derailed by distractions, do you know what you can become? What we can become. If every day, you know, not not only were you like, do you do you understand the type of leadership it takes to be innately passionate about basketball, but still being an amazing husband and father? Like this man had a job that takes you on the road hundreds of times a year, <laughs> gone for weeks at a time. And even when you're home, everybody is in your Kool Aid. Everybody just, they just want to taste. Some people just want to ask questions, you know what I mean, for their show. Some people just want to take pictures when you go to the store. But even through all of that, to still be a husband and father first together. You share both of those. Can you imagine that? That's an amazing person. And there's so much humility in that in and of itself, because what I think about and what I'm starting to think about now as I'm talking about it, Um is the sacrifice that it has to take to be that man. Like I wonder how much like how much personal time did Kobe Bryant really get? How much We worry about a lot of things man we, we worry about a lot of things especially if you're around my age um we, we worry about a lot daily you know and i think that that's just kind of like the hyper uh hyper uh, media age and you know everything is on social media and everything is through social media and um you know we, we as a result are hypersensitive to everything around us and, and a lot of people won't admit that they just think that it's natural or they just pretend that it's natural but um it's not natural i don't think that this is human i don't think it's supposed to be like that i think that you know Some things are distractions. Actually, a lot of things are distractions. And many of those things are uh, what we have put our focus into now. For example, there are a lot of basketball players coming up now. We'll just talk basketball since we're talking about Kobe. A lot of basketball players are coming up now who don't really care about the jump shot but care more about their followers. You see what I'm saying? it's a lot of basketball players now who would rather look the part than be the part. You know? Um... Kobe was one of those people that were able to help us to combat that because that right there is a cancerous thought. That right there is a cancerous ideal that is sadly contagious as well. Um, but it's very counterproductive to anything that you want to do successful in your life. Anything that we want to do successful in our life. It's interesting. I just I picked up a book while I was in Dallas uh, that talks about. Um, you know, uh being focused on one thing because I tell you all the time and you know me better than I know myself at this point, I have endless tabs open in my head and I'm trying to stop doing that because well, first of all, that ain't the Mamba mentality. <laughs> Kobe was focused on his family, he was focused on business, and he was focused on basketball. That's three tabs. It's three. Most of us that, that's like, you know, in this millennial age, man, we focus on everything. Everything. We, we in everything, you know? I wonder if Kobe could be Kobe could be considered a multitasker. Because I don't think I can call him a multitasker. I think he was literally just he, he was focused. I don't know if a multitasker is able to be in the gym every morning at five o'clock. I don't know about that. It's just, you know, I don't know if that's possible. I think a multitasker is going to be knocked out at five, like I be. You know what I mean? Like, because a multitasker might go to sleep at five o'clock. You know what I mean? I don't think Kobe was a multitasker. I just think that he was a very focused person. And he set his sights on his targets and he and he attacked without compassion. <laughs> i mean he'll tell you straight up like i dog you on the court (laughs) and he'll talk trash to you the whole way but that's his passion of the game you know to be honest with you i light up like that in high and high intensity radio moments as well you know um but there were so many things that we could learn from kobe bryant man and i think that you know although he is gone in the physical presence which are words that i'm able to say today um I do think that his legacy uh, will be carried on. And, you know, just like I said, when Nip passed away, um, you know, that that legacy, the carrying on of that legacy is probably the most important part of keeping somebody alive. That's the most important part of resuscitation to me. Only when we. Disregard, when we unplug, when we. Think that we don't need the Mamba mentality anymore. That's the day that Kobe Bryant dies, and that day would be a sad day—not just for you, not just for me, but for the world. But as much as it hurts to see, even the oh my God, even the word like they did it last night on the Grammys, and man, it just kind of just ripped me apart, y'all, <laughs> like on the inside. You know what I mean? Um, just to see the, the 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 letters, R-I-P, next to the two words Kobe Bryant. Or I, I guess the name Kobe Bryant, I should say. Um, as much as it hurts to see that, it would hurt even more to not adapt his lifestyle. It would hurt even more to not tap into his legacy and continue to carry the torch. To me, that's true death. And, you know... I told you a couple years ago. And yeah, you know, I if, if we friends, you know this already. Like death is something that I am not it's that bothers me a lot. That's the reason why I see a therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's that's just one thought that just it like I got goosebumps on my arm right now. You know, I just did that's an unknown that like I'm a very uh in in um What's the word? Oh my god. I had this word my mom says I was this growing up. But I have so many things on my mind right now that I can't even think of. Inquisitive. There it is. Boo! Did it. I'm a very inquisitive person. And, in you know, as, as a result of that, there are a lot of things that I am familiar with. But when I find something that I can't get into and that I can't understand fully, no matter how much I devote my attention to it, that's where a little bit of fear comes in. I.E. death. But as I'm starting to understand it a little bit more I'm starting to see that people don't die the day that they take their last breath they die the day that you put down their torch like the things that Kobe focused on um besides basketball it ain't got to just it ain't got to be basketball you know um, we'll put basketball to the side. Um the thing to defocus on family, uh faith, passion, um, purpose, being purpose driven. <laughs> Say family again because come on. Um maybe a sense of fearlessness. You know, I throw that in, I throw that in there too, you know. Um and oh my god a, a, a sense of confidence I'm gonna get I'm gonna talk on that then I'm, then I'm gonna be out um well, we're gonna go to the phones we're gonna do that first cause we gotta want you to hear from some of these people um Kobe's confidence is one of those things man that he hated to love it <laughs> depending on depending on what side of the ball you was on you know what I mean like Kobe held you responsible for your game. And that's because he held himself responsible for his game. You know what I mean? So he was a very confident person when he stepped on the court because, hey, look, you getting up at 430 going to the gym to be shooting in the gym at five o'clock, taking thousands of shots a day. You're damn right. You're going to be confident because you know what you're doing. There's a lesson in all of that, right? There's a, there's a lesson right there. He built that confidence because he knew what he was doing. Because he had that passion, because he had that focus, that drive, that purpose to become the best basketball player of all time. That was his goal. And he did that. But I want you to understand and that, you know, it wasn't fairy dust. It wasn't magic, you know. It was work ethic. It was the lack of distractions. It was drive. And it was passion. And it was support. And the reason I mention support is because obviously his family supported him. But the type of man that he was to them, I mean, you really, you know, you ain't really had no choice. You really had no choice but to support him. Because he was a good father and a good husband. Start, I'm really starting to understand the support is what you bring to the table. But then you know, we'll save that for another episode, maybe later this week. But um, for me, confidence is one of those things that I struggle with tremendously. Tremende, oh, tremendo, Like, tremendously. Like, outside of radio and writing, I would say. Everything else, even in just normally talking to people, even people that I've known my entire life, I can get very uncomfortable and lack confidence. And uh, dealing with that, you know, I do have spurts of, you know, certain days where I'm just feeling very, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. You know, I feel like I can get done and da, 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 da. On a lot of those days, who do you think I saw something from? Being Kobe Bryant. I would, you know, hear him talk about how, you know, how much he loved his craft and it made me love my craft a lot more. It made me just appreciate what I do because his appreciation of the game was contagious. So by, you know, watching him appreciate his game, it was able to help me appreciate my game, the radio. Watching him, you know, talk about how he feels when he takes the floor, how he feels when, you know, he gets the ball, how he wants the ball in those high-intensity moments. When the team, when the city, when the world, when little kids in China are counting on him, are counting on the Lakers to win, he wanted the ball. And he wasn't ashamed to tell you about it. And as somebody that struggled with confidence, you know, pretty much most of my life. um, And that's just because, I mean, I'm just more of like just a, I'm just so chill, man. I'm just chill. That's all it is. Um, But as somebody who dealt with confidence issues, man, you just feel a sense of reinvigoration, a sense of refocus when um, you hear Kobe talk. It just kind of builds you up. It kind of gives you a little a little confidence, a little vitamin. You know what I mean? And that's what Kobe was to us. And if you are anything like me, if you are on this same page that I'm on and you are like, uh, you know, just thankful for Kobe being able to walk this earth, thankful for Kobe to be able to not just walk the earth, but be able to share his life while he was here. If you're anything like me in that regard, You would do everything in your power to keep the mom mentality alive. God bless his family. Um, God bless Gigi. You know, such a sad story. But to be with her father and for him to be with his daughter in their final moments. um, It's unspeakable, you know. And I hope that in that terrifying uh, moment of destruction. I hope that they were able to find peace and comfort in looking at each other's eyes and you know to be engulfed in the immense love that they had for each other and continue to have for each other and I hope that they were able to look at each other's eyes and know that they were not alone in one of the scariest moments that life can provide God bless you know the other seven uh, passengers as well I'm not familiar with their names I, you know I've seen all of it, but um, I don't have it up. I'm sorry, I should have it up. But um, God bless their families, man. And um, you know I, I can just imagine how difficult this moment is for everybody involved, including the city of LA. So um, that's my Mamba. We're charged with a with with the task of carrying on this, this Mamba mentality. And carrying on uh, this torch. Let's go to the phones. Want to hear what you got to say about Kobe Bryant?
1: Okay, let's go to the phones. Yeah, man, good job. Man. I was calling about the
2: Kobe Bryant.
0: Yes, sir. Please, please give me some. Give, give his family some love. Uh, give me some words about Kobe. Man,
3: that's my that's my favorite of all time. I, I pick him over. Yeah, Michael, I pick him over LeBron, and he's a great man. He's, I, I've been a Lakers fan forever. And bless him and his family, man. Yes, well.
0: yes, all good. Thank you for your call. It's Brian's world. Hello.
4: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing okay. You know, I was. I was good until this happened. Um, man, how are tell you? Tell
4: me about it, man. I was having such a good day. Yeah. and I'm. I'm here getting my hair done by being the braider. We in the salon right now when we found out the news and it just changed everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can Can you do me a favor? Can you say something? Uh, to his family and to his fans, like just, you know, words of encouragement, love, all of that.
4: Yes. Um, basically I just want to send my love to his wife, definitely his daughters and definitely his newborn. Oh my gosh. LA, um, everybody who's supporting Kobe. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so emotional right now because that's my birthday twin. Actually I've been a Kobe fan since august 23rd 1998 Mm. since i was born Mm. and um i just want to you know everybody just cherish life your family your loved ones you know what i'm saying because life is so short and we really don't know when is our time and everyone has a purpose i really feel like kobe is legendary man everyone who knows of kobe knows how much he's affected and impacted this entire world, especially in athletics. I was an athlete mm-hmm. um, my entire life, and uh, this—I'm just shook right now. Oh my God, I'm so shook. You know what I'm saying? I'm so sorry, but I'm so medicine. It's okay,
0: it's girl. It's okay. It's okay. I, I wish I could hug you, y'all. I, I know. I know it's tough, y'all.
4: Like look, shooting in the gym every day. I've been playing basketball since I was six knowing that me and Kobe have the same birthday and I really did everything like for Kobe like that's what I said like that's my father I looked up to him like that's my father I really feel like I lost my father today
0: yeah I, and, and look I, I'm sorry y'all I, I just just try to hold on to the man that he was y'all and, and carry on that legacy of just being a good person you know what I mean
4: and he was definitely a person that pushed on and show um like show adversity and endurance and he, he really 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 demonstrated that Always and constantly. Man, black excellence at its best.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely, yo. I appreciate you guys calling. All right, God bless you and your families, okay?
4: Thank you so much for letting us call in. We truly appreciate
0: it. Oh, yeah. It's no problem. If you need, I got you. Get inside Brian's World. Hello. Um,
4: Yeah, he was definitely one of my favorite basketball players coming up in middle school. Uh, My name is Candace, by the way. I just want to send um, love and prayers out to his family, his friends, especially his um, former team members. Um, This is somebody who definitely will never be forgotten. I think even for years and still now people are like just throwing stuff in a trash can and hollering out Kobe. He is a legend. He will always be Alright, the way and his style of playing will always be duplicated his numbers will always you know be something to have goals towards um kobe is definitely a definition of a man who loves his craft uh he won't be forgotten he won't be
0: and we gotta carry on that legacy thank you so much for your call candace god bless you okay
4: you too keep your
0: head up will do you too all right good afternoon
4: yes hi i wanted to call on behalf of uh kobe
0: yes go ahead i'm listening
4: yes i wasn't a big you know, Lakers fan, and mm-hmm. I'm not really into sports, but I definitely wanted to, you know, call and give my condolences. I can't imagine what he went through being in that helicopter, um, but I definitely know how you know it feels to lose a loved one, and I just want to give all my prayers and love out to his family.
0: God bless you, girl. Thank you so much for your phone call. Okay. Yes. Thank all right. You.
4: Take
0: care. You're inside Bryan's world. Go ahead.
4: Go well, ahead. Good afternoon, Matt. It's Amir. You. Um. I'm trying to talk about Kobe Bryant.
0: Yeah. Please. Please share some love for Kobe.
4: Um. It was real good man, you know. He thanked him for his job, his family, and everybody
0: else. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your call, y'all. Yo. Okay. All right, God bless you. All
4: right, God bless you too.
0: All right. Lord, Kobe fans. Every generation know what's up. Inside Brian's world, go ahead. Good afternoon, how you doing? Uh, I, I was doing all right, man. This 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 is rough, bro. This is it, rough.
2: It, it, yeah. I, I understand the feeling because uh, my my phone has been blowing up from the minute it came through the airways. Yeah. And uh it, it''s, it's I, I was just talking to my son because he called me because we went out yesterday least to you know to check out the car show, and I'm telling him how important family is and this is a prime example because mm. the last picture that I saw of uh he, he was at a uh l a, a LA getting and he was sitting next to his daughter so i now I can only imagine i mean my my parents are still living are still. I can
0: only imagine what they're going through. Yeah. He was a
2: father figure. He was more than a basketball player. Exactly.
0: Right? And that's, that's the point I've been trying to make since I, since this news broke. Like, this is so much bigger than sports. Like, exactly. He was... Absolutely. He, he, Absolutely. He, it's crazy to even say that he was. Like, I can't believe this is happening right now, bro. For real. When well, it first hit my phone,
4: I was like, okay, am I dreaming? That's the the man just
0: retired not too long ago. It was like he hadn't even started living his life after retirement. Exactly, bro. And and I mean just last night we were talking about Kobe because of you know the record and all of that stuff. Literally, right. literally just last night, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Thank you. Thank you for your call, man. God bless yes, you sir. and your family, okay?
2: Sir, and your family while they're here, man.
0: Will do. You too, man. God bless you. Peace be with you. Peace. Yo, with Brian go ahead.
2: Man, good afternoon, man.
0: Yeah, I know, bro. I know, I know.
2: Listen, I wanna this Mike. for us to survive, man. I wanna send a a prayer. I guess a special thanks to Kobe for even blessing, having him on this earth, being yeah. an empire, being a role model, being a scholar. I mean, I stopped watching basketball like that. I was a Bulls fan, you know. With Mike and and and, and I and I and, and uh, Kobe was one of my favorites that I watched. You know, with the Lakers. It's crazy because we all, back then we used to look up to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I hope that you, the youth is probably at to me look up to the right people because those are the type of people we need to be looking up to. Empires that change the game of culture, that make you believe that you can be what you want to be. Okay, you can be anything in the world. You know, and like I said, my condolences goes out to him and his daughter and the family if they hear this because, you know, my baby girl is everything to me and I, and, and I know we all got to go. Yeah. you know what i'm saying but um rest in peace
0: thank you so much for your call bro i appreciate that man all right all right god bless you hey good afternoon hey
2: i just wanted to comment about this craziness about kobe I'm like
0: unbelievable
2: i'm just like i turned i was on my social media and everybody was like damn kobe i was like what did he do besides right. be black and show up right <laughs> um and now he's like past and i'm like whoa like mind you i'm not a like football like not football, excuse me, basketball fan at all um but you know he's he's a part of like that echelon of great, like great black people mm. great black athletes and stuff like that that you look up and, to and yeah and now everybody is like i can't i can't believe this he's the greatest of all time
0: i got you Crazy. thank you so much for your call girl god bless yeah. you okay
2: thank you you too
0: Hey, go ahead. You're on. Good afternoon. My name is Maurice. I'm
1: calling for the, um, am I on the air? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm calling for, you know, for the sad day to, um, not just Baltimore, but to the world. Yeah. You know, the loss of Kobe Bryant, because even those that wasn't a fan, they can't deny how much he's done for the NBA world. And, um, I'm just asking everybody to pray for him, just like me, and, um, I'm Maurice, and, um, I'm from Baltimore.
0: All good. Thank you so much for your call, Maurice. Keep your head up, all right, Gene. Thanks, bro. God bless you. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go right here. Yonsei Bryan's well.
3: Good afternoon, brother.
0: How you doing, man? Man, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm, my heart is heavy right now. Yeah, real heavy, extremely heavy right now, man. This is big Mac from all the older time, man. and uh, I just want to send a rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, man. Yeah, his thirteen-year-old daughter and anybody else that was on the helicopter mm. They lost their life, man. Life, life is just too short, man. I was sitting here and just hit the Google on it, and they already got a Wikipedia for today that he passed away, saying. Kobe Bryant was, man. Oh, like you said He's saying was.
0: And that one word right there, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that, bro. Like, it's 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 a lot, man.
3: My, my, that was my favorite basketball player of all time. Yeah. You know, you had the Dr. J's, Michael, uh, Michael Jordan, Julius Irvings, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, man. But there was something special about Kobe Bryant, man. His, his, his hunger for the game, his leadership, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the best to ever do it, to ever get on that basketball court and put on the show for everybody out here that love the sport of basketball, man. And uh, I just want to send him, uh, 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 my condolences to his family, his friends, his uh, former teammates, former coaches, anybody else that, you know, associated with Kobe Bryant, man. I just want to send uh, my condolences to him, man. And uh, rest in peace to the greatest, man.
0: Indeed, man. Black Thank mama, man. Black mama and forever. Also, we need
3: it. Thank God you. God I appreciate you. that, man. Get yep. back from our host.
0: All love, G. Thank you for your call.
3: Thank you very much. All right, all
0: right really quickly, uh, I want to play this uh, update that kind of, this, this is probably what I think tells you the best of, uh, or tells you what happens the best. And it's from Eric Leonard from NBC LA. Here's how he described what happened uh, with Kobe's helicopter.
5: Well, we can uh, provide you with a lot more information about the uh, the helicopter itself and the flight path using available radar data that's captured by all of the air traffic control systems in Southern California, along with radio communications between the pilot and different air traffic control towers, we've been able to trace the flight backwards to its origin uh, in Orange County this morning. Uh, we were able to follow that radar track, and it shows the pilot flying this helicopter. It's a Sikorsky S-76B, B is in Bravo, which is a large twin-engine helicopter. In fact, one of the reasons that people want to use this helicopter is because of its safety record. Two engines, because it can fly on one. If there was a problem with one, and the chance of having two engine failures at once is virtually Nil. And uh, so this helicopter transitioned north through the downtown LA area, in fact, right over Staples Center, according to the radar track, and then picked up the I 5 freeway and continued north until just south of the 134. And according to air traffic control audio, where we could hear the pilot of this helicopter communicating with the tower of Burbank Airport, this is right at the edge of Burbank Airport's air space for this altitude, Uh, the pilot was unable to proceed north because of bad weather. The weather minimums were below what are allowable for what they call visual flight rules, VFR. Now, because they're in a helicopter, there's an exception to that rule, which is called a special VFR. Because helicopters can fly lower and slower than airplanes, pilots are allowed to obtain special clearance through weather that would be prohibitive for most small airplanes to fly through. The helicopter began making orbits, circles, just south of the 134 and east of the 5 freeway for about 15 or 20 minutes. And they were doing that because they were waiting to get this special clearance through the Burbank Tower's airspace. Once the pilot had it, he was advised that this is you proceed at your own risk here. The weather is bad. Visibility is poor. But the pilot acknowledged that and was instructed to follow the I-5 freeway further north. The pilot began to climb. You can see moment by moment the helicopter is increasing altitude, 1,800, 1,900, 2,000, 2,100, 2,200 feet, and then the pilot executes a left turn. At some point, the pilot made a U-turn, and it was during that turn that it appears it impacted the hillside as it went from flying to the west to making a U-turn returning to the east. Uh, after some years of flight experience myself, uh, based on the radio radio traffic we've heard, based on the weather reports at the time, it is not out. It is not unlikely that the helicopter was turning around because the visual flight conditions were so poor that they couldn't proceed to the west. And we heard from people in Calabasas that, in fact, the weather was uh, was not good. So that is a, a distinct possibility here. Just it's,
0: it's tragic. Just it's tragic. Unbelievable. And, and as you can hear Eric describe. Um of course that was from yesterday, but as you can hear him describe, it's believed that weather had something to do with it. All right. You're inside Brian's Well, go ahead.
1: Man, I just I'm coming from a job training. That I had to leave. I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Tears yeah. been running down my face like Yeah. If you just real thought as a black man in general, like I couldn't go through life as a child till now. I'm ai twenty seven. There's not a day a week that I was oh here Kobe's name. I'm a basketball fan, but even my friends who aren't basketball fans would know about Kobe. Kobe has impacted their lives just as well, mm. from just hearing about mama mentality to you know your friends always just talking about who's going to be the greatest of all time. But what really is sick and why this is so impactful? We was just watching his legend yesterday, like just a couple years ago, you know? Yeah. Like we had no time. We had no time to really see what the band after basketball was really going to grow into. And from everything that we've seen so far, him writing those children books, yep. him producing movies, mm-hmm. him spending time with his with his family like mm-hmm. everything was just looking so beautiful but yeah. like this one hurts
0: yeah i and i, I know man and 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 you know I, I can hear it in your voice you know what i mean and uh from from me to you i would tell you to keep your head up g you know what i mean we we in this together do you have yeah. do you have a your favorite kobe memory just something you can just run off your head
1: uh i was like the first one that's been coming to mind all day is the uh, is his last game because mm-hmm. that was Magic, like literally, you want to talk about literally seeing magic manifest itself in a human being. Yeah, like that was the his career's passion all in one, mm-hmm. just come together. We we know about the injuries, we know about everything that was going towards leading up to that game, but to see how it all just came together, that was something amazing to see. And then I uh, also just like I said, look, seeing the man after basketball has just been just as magical. Yeah, getting uh, to see the person that who he is, not just not just know him as a, a legendary basketball player, but to see how he carries himself as a man is the only inspiration.
0: Yeah, that, hey, I appreciate that memory, bro. That that's that's one of my favorite Kobe memories as well. Mm-hmm. At sixty points, I think.
1: And yeah, with the with the last baskets uh, of the fourth quarter, quarter all being him, just yeah,
0: unbelievable, man. Thank you so much for your call, bro. Keep your head up, man. God bless you. Okay. No
1: problem. Love you and love the city.
0: Love you too, Jay. Peace. It's Brian's world. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I just want to make a comment um, about Kobe Bryant. Um, this Larry very said, and you know. And I just want to just send out a, a, a prayer to him. Um, mm. Just be strong, you know. And we, everybody in the world, is just praying for him. you. Know, Kobe, just as I was saying, I just words can't express because I lost my dad, you know. And mm. wow, I mean, it just almost brings tears to my eyes. I know his yeah. wife is going through a lot. Yeah,
0: but, definitely, you know, bro.
1: I mean, I know we always praying for you know, and and I pray for God to please bless the rest of the family and the rest of the kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and, and we are and praying for you too, bro.
3: Yeah,
0: thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your call, G. God bless you and the family. Okay. All right. God
3: bless. Right. you. Too. Thank
0: you. Peace. All right. Let's get. Uh, let's get one more. Let's talk about Kobe. What's up? Hey,
3: right, um, man, it's, it's just crazy. Rest peace, Kobe Bryant.
2: Man, that was my favorite basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. It just. It just. It's big, shocking. How. I know. Man, it's crazy. It,
0: it's tough to put it in words, bro. I already know. I yeah. Already know. Like. What was, what was your favorite thing about Kobe?
2: Um, uh, he reminds me. Like, every time I watch he used to play in the NBA. I used to watch his games. Like, he was one of my best players. Mm. Like, I'm sitting here today. I'm, like, dang, this can't be true. Yeah. It can't be true. And I send my prayers out to his family and his wife. I know his wife is taking the hard today. Like, it just can't just take – I don't even know what to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but but listen, I I understand exactly where you're going, man. Kobe was a great man, and 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 you know what, his legacy still lives on through fans like you and I. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna remember 24 forever.
0: Forever, forever. forever. M- Mamba 24. mentality, bro. Hold on to it. Yeah. All right, man. God bless you, man. Thank you so much for your call. You too. Here's what Kobe had to say after his last game uh, before he retired.
1: You can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud. I'm more proud of the fact that. Not about the championships, but about the down years. Because we didn't run, and we did it the right way. What can I say?
3: Mamba out.